0: I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Hello everyone! Welcome to today's episode of Beauty Bosses. I'm here with Miss Haley Sachs, aka Mrs. Dow Jones, my personal financial pop star. She has made this awesome career and brand out of making financial memes with a little bit of humor and pop culture, which you know we all need, don't you think? I think we absolutely
1: all need it, and I feel like the pleasure is all mine, because you know that I'm truly your biggest fan.
0: (laughs) Queen for queen. Queen for queen. It's Santa Queen. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm so excited to have you here, because Mrs. Dow Jones is like the funniest Instagram account, period. I'm going to throw that right out there.
1: okay. I will accept that and truly like maybe write that like on my mirror in the morning and just be like, well, if Dr. Dougan thinks
0: that, then, you know, I really made it. I think it should be on your CV right under the featured in Forbes line because actually no, right above the featured in Forbes line. Okay. Well, well, I'll tell my intern she can work on the CV. (laughs) Okay, so Haley, let's chat about how you built this brand because you didn't start out in finance. Tell us how you started out. No, I did not start
1: out in finance at all. In fact... Or should I say finance? Finance, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you do have your private equity hubby, so you know the, <laughs> you know the lingo better than anyone. Um, yeah, I didn't start in finance at all, finance. I actually started my career in comedy... I worked for Lauren Michaels, I worked for David Letterman, and I always just felt very low confidence about Wall Street and investing, and instead of letting that sort of write my financial future, I decided to teach myself about those topics in a way that I would understand, and then, you know, I put out the content and people really took to it, and now I have an empire queen. Just two, <laughs> just two queens sitting together with their, I mean, we're, chatting about our
0: empire. Guys, I'm
1: surrounded by her amazing products. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you already are, have bought them all, but you know that I do have a discount code. So, like, if you want to get that, you know, get that money off, you can use. And Mrs. Dow Jones at checkout, get that, laugh, <laughs> that lash serum.
0: Best serum on the market. Um, well, let's talk more about how you transitioned out of comedy. So you were curious about finance and finance both. Finance. And you. of felt like you had to educate yourself i think that's very cool because a lot of people are intimidated by disciplines that they don't understand and then they just shy away from them forever or they try to hide behind their lack of understanding of complex terms but you instead combined your interest Mm -hmm. in memes with your interest in pop culture with your interest in financial theory and celebrities and celebrities well yes there's a lot of interest
1: um yeah, well, I think that it's sort of what you said and what I was saying about you can either when you get to those roadblocks with topics that are confusing, you can either shut yourself off and you scurry away from it, or you can dig in deeper. And that's what I decided to do. Um, And I feel like there's a lot of information there about personal finance, but there was something that just, I felt like such an outsider to Wall Street, like my dad worked um it still works on wall street for my whole life my mom worked there my sister worked there and it just always felt like it wasn't for me and so I wanted to figure out a way to make it me because you know as you get older you make money and if you make money and you want to grow wealth then you actually have to learn how to invest it um and so that was what that's what how this all started and it spiraled from there but um yeah I mean what else do you want to know, girlfriend?
0: I want to know everything. So okay, tell, how did
1: you decide? So let's
0: get into the dirt. Like, <laughs> I feel like everyone
1: thing. is like, this is like boring. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, how, like, just read my Forbes articles and stuff. Like, we know, like, how it started. But like, let's get in. I want to know about you, girlfriend. Like... What are your goals? Like what are your dreams? Oh my like, god,
0: she's trying to podcast the podcaster. No, this I is mean, like against the rules. This, is, this whole system is going to break down in T minus ten seconds. Oh my god. Okay, before Inception. you before you try to hijack my podcast, noted, um, I want to ask you a few quick questions. Questions, okay. quick, boring questions that I really wanted to like. Our readers love Mrs. Dow Jones okay. and our listeners, and they okay. want to well, hear. I love them so back. They want to understand um, how you made it a business. Like, oh. at what point were you able to monetize Mrs. Dow Jones to this the is point interesting. That, that you could quit your day job?
1: Well, this is. I actually love talking about this, um, so I'm glad that you asked and. I think that everyone is always curious about how you turn like your passion into your career and stuff like that and it really is when you land on something that there is a demand for and then you pair that with knowing your worth and I think I turned this into a business in December 2018 and I had been working on it since maybe November of the year before so it's been it'll be two years this November so I'd say like a year in it became profitable um and in that period it was basically like going to business school because I went to film school I didn't know like about you know P&L and how to structure a contract and what how to negotiate I negotiate every day like all of these things that are so important to being a woman in business I mean being in business not even being a woman um and yeah I'm constantly learning but I don't think that there was as much a secret sauce as much as it was just like being good at something and then people wanting it like the same thing with you like you are incredible at what you do so you have a business because people want to have you work on them they want to buy your products like because you release the best stuff, and you are the best, like, plastic surgeon on the brief side. Everyone knows that. So.
0: Everybody. Everyone. <laughs> that's what I say before I come. i
1: like, oh, you know who I'm going to. Well, she's the number one. She's the number one. And there's no other place to be. Am I right, Queen?
0: Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Um, we're the number so- one or we're nowhere. That's right. Yes. Um, so th- I think that's really cool. So you basically, wh- what was your first move, starting the Instagram account or starting the website?
1: So it uh, was really funny enough. I started the Insta and then I got this dream job with Lauren Michaels who started SNL for people who don't know. And so it was like very validating to me as like someone who loves comedy to be like creating content for him. And I put Mrs. Dow Jones completely on the back burner. And that was supposed to be like an 18 month job. And it ended after six months. The company just like the media companies go under all the time. And I was sort of, um, I, I wasn't like hip to that. Like I thought like, oh my God, I'm like grandfathered in now. I don't have to work on my own stuff. Like my career's in someone else's hands. I can take the back seat, you know, like I'm in, I'm just gonna like go up the corporate ladder. In a comedic way. Um, And actually that came to a screeching halt a day in 2016 when I realized that, oh, I lost my job. And so immediately after that, that week, I like stayed up all night and like made a, I sold a Snapchat show that week with Mrs. Dow Jones just out of necessity. Because I was like, well, I know that I want to work on this project and I know that I need to make money. So I have to make this work. Wait, how do you sell a Snapchat show? well I had an idea and then I pitched it and then I created a reel um and then I stayed up really really late a lot of nights editing the reel and then I you pitch it and then someone buys it and you know never went to air but it just like the process of doing that made it very clear to me that there was like this big gap of business uh, content that was like actually cool like It was either content for women that was like there's this glitter in my coffee cup and like you know what I mean like so trite right it's so and it just makes you like it's just not relatable at all to me or like to people that I respect like it's I don't know it is you're exactly right it's trite or it was like investing 101 by these like totally unrelatable guys who are like 47 and like on YouTube and like it was just horrible like just so uninteresting uninspiring didn't you know hook you at all and so I wanted to bring like the entertainment I always thought that if you were an entertainer you could make anything entertaining so why not make finance entertaining
0: I love that and I think it's really cool and accessible because You know, we all take ourselves so seriously Mm -hmm. that injecting a little bit of humor into things. Yeah. You see what I did there? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there are two comedians on the show today. Um, I have to tell you,
1: I worked with Dr. Devgan on some posts. We did a collaboration earlier in the year, and I told her in that process that she could have been, like, head writer at SNL because she gave me notes on these memes that, like, knocked it out of the park obviously i'm a huge suck up but truly i was like i had never worked with a partner before who like had actually like elevated the like usually when you work with someone and you give them content to approve and they give you notes it like waters it down but you like truly took it to the next level and i was like okay like if plastic (laughs) surgery does not work out like maybe you want to like go (laughs) perform in (sighs) a basement somewhere like try stand out
0: maybe i should have a plastic surgery meme account don't you think that would be funny it would be
1: incredible. I, what would it be called?
0: What about mm-hmm. injecting
1: humor? Injecting humor. That's funny. Botox Bunny is so good. Like, I need you. To, I I always send Dr. Devgan memes because I'm, like, trying to get her to, like, post more memes. But I feel like you are just, like, such a regarded doctor that you have to, like, keep your Instagram platform, like, you know. Like, yeah. It has to I be, like, know. professional. What do you think?
0: Should I be, um, should I be more humorous? I think you should test it. Like, yeah, we'll beta test it.
1: Yeah, you got to beta t- i got to test everything. Actually,
0: I like what you've been doing recently um, on your um, platform, which is building your own brand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I want you to speak about that for a few minutes because um, in your Forbes article, one of the pieces of advice that you gave your dear readers mm-hmm. was to focus on paring down collaborations. Mm-hmm. We're all so interested in hustling and, mm-hmm. you know, expanding that sometimes people collaborate with brands that don't speak to their core message Mm -hmm. and it kind of becomes like a commercial you lose your own identity so talk a little bit about how you figure out collaboration and how you balance growth against building your own brand um well
1: if you go back and if you rewind to the podcast to my story of when I really buckled down and started Mrs. Dow Jones it was when I was in this place of having like the security ripped out from under me of this corporate job and so I think that I come to partnerships sort of with that mentality of like I never want to put my business in someone else's hands so that's like number one part of it that like I wouldn't want my whole revenue stream to be reliant on, like, fitting in someone else's boxes and, like, checking their marks every month. Like, I want to be able to do it my way. And the only way that you can do that is to have a direct and authentic relationship to your audience. Um, And I think partnerships are amazing. Like, we partnered. That was incredible. And, like, I just, like, don't do that many or the ones that I do are pretty thoughtful because... I also have like my own merchandise that I really like to push out and like my own messaging that I value more than like brand messaging. I don't know. And I think that things do sound like a commercial, but um, you sort of gain power and you have more leverage when you are more picky. So you sort of get to like choose the best ones if you're not like shelling for anything. But you know, Kim Kardashian sold cupcakes at the beginning of her career. So I always think about that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's more about what you do with it and, you know, kind of the growth process. As long as people don't associate you with everybody and they still think of your own identity, right? I don't know. I think that we're kind of growing out of the culture of Instagram influencers. And I. that's why I think that building a brand is so important. What Explain do you think? to me what you think.
1: about Because I hear that all the time. Like, I feel like people always, like say spooky things like that and, I, like, <laughs> and I'm like, i like what do you know like did you talk to like Kevin from Instagram like what does the future hold but I agree like I'm terrified that I am so reliant on one platform like to me that feels the same as like being really reliant on like a like if someone could take that away from you you know like, right I know so it's about like having a lot of different ways that you're reaching people and you're getting your message across and like, for you, your message is about, like, democratizing beauty and, like, making it so, like, everyone has access and so it's, like, destigmatized to get, like, you know, work done and just that it feels, why not feel good, right? And so, like, that's something that you can carry over to when you speak or when you're, you know, in surgery, that's, you're practicing that or in your office when you're working with patients, you're practicing that message or when you're on Instagram, you're posting that and so... Obviously it wouldn't be the same for you. And I don't think it would affect me, but I do think that like this idea of just having like influencers who are holding up products. Yeah. I mean I like just
0: a... think that the era of like a fashion-y girl on a street corner in like cool clothes, shilling for a clothing company is like, are we done with that yet?
1: I but what's what's next? That's my question. I don't
0: know, but I see that stuff and I'm like I'm not buying your sugar bear hair and I'm not buying your flat tummy tea and I'm not buying your like know. you know, revolve whatever. I know. No offense, guys, but But it's also like there's very like specific
1: things that I would want to be influenced about. Like I have I had like a foot surgery in um, September and like I'm always I mean I'm, like shoved in Chanel flats right now,
0: well but, you know, fashion comes first, She's a very cute today, oh, by the way. I, to, I think you guys, hopefully you tuned into my simulcast on my InstaLive. We love. But, you know, it's a very chic little outfit you've got going on. Well, you know,
1: you are always wearing the cutest outfit in your podcast pics because you know I'm your biggest fan. So I was like, okay, I've got to really turn it up for you I tonight. know.
0: We're going to do skinny pose after this. Okay, good. so You
1: yeah. do flamingo pose. That's a blogger pose.
0: Yeah. You can do that um we can also do the one where you sort of don't look at the camera oh my god really I know that okay, that's Christmas very- is coming early like, okay <laughs> it's very 2017 but you know I'm retro a little so
1: how do you stay like so on the pulse with everything and like so in control of your business and your family Is it natural for you? Have you always been someone who had a lot on their plate and could manage it easily? Yeah,
0: you know that expression? There's an expression I like. If you want to get something done, ask a busy person. And I think that some people gravitate toward responsibility. And, you know, there are days when I kick myself for it. But for whatever reason, I like responsibility. Like, I'm a very reliable person. I'm a very consistent person. I'm not hot-headed. I'm very even and... I like to do a really good job at things and I'm like I'm that person who's gonna show up and be there and do it and do the right thing and you know it's like... not like an accident that I have six children and all these different employees and the skincare line and a medical practice mm-hmm. and the surgical practice and like I, I like taking care of people at home and at work and um, and I like you know public facing things and education and I I like I don't know why sometimes I sometimes I'm like can I just relax on the beach for half a second but I'm not good at that I feel like you would be unfulfilled like it's all about figuring out like
1: what makes you feel like the most realized version of yourself and like for whatever real reason the most realized version of yourself is like super woman. <laughs> well I like, feel
0: like you're like that too no, you're actually you know you're very funny and everything mm-hmm. but you're extremely ambitious as a person yeah um, well I want to make you know and your eyelashes are so nice okay wait, I have <laughs> to tell you I have um I had never
1: used any lash serum before I met this lovely you know chemist to my right but um you gave me your lash serum and I've been using it and I'm this is literally not a plug it's been insane I'm lo- I'm like should I trim them like they are st- when I first met you I was like your lashes are crazy and I'm like wait do I I'm not even wearing mascara like it is crap <laughs> they look really good
0: no it I'm is literally crap
1: guys we're gonna take a pic of we're them we're gonna do some
0: videos of like her eyelashes um, okay open and close okay they're really fluttery and beautiful
1: they I've seen a huge difference I'm really not just saying that. And to the point where I have this woman that I've been seeing forever who does my eyebrows and now she's using it because she is like up close and personal in my face and she's like, what happened? Like, because I've always had good lashes, but she's like, but this is absurd. So truly, I mean, it's, it's crack. I'm leaving here with like a bundle of them. I need more. I'm going to drink it. Um,
0: So why are you so
1: ambitious? Back to our question. Um... Because there's so much that I want to do like I my what I was saying about your goal of being like okay you want to you always say democratizing beauty like that's like your line Mm -hmm. my goal of like making finance cool which I like laugh saying but it actually is like I want it to be accessible for everyone even people who would have in the past felt intimidated like I want it to be like binge worthy content to understand like how to have like financial freedom and grow wealth that is I have so much work to do like I have so many topics to explain I have so many people I need to meet I have so many memes I need to make like and I'm just so learning so it's like there's I'm so lucky because I feel like the same way with you that you're so passionate about what you do even though it's really hard work it's the same exact way with me like I feel so like I'm living my purpose but it's a lot of work and I'm figuring out definitely how to manage it all but I don't know I just I want this to be big and I want it to be so successful and I want it also to be something that creates opportunity for other people you know like that's what you're sort of like that you have so many employees and you like you know keep this whole business running like it's I know I've talked about it it's obviously so much work but it's so impressive to me and something that I really admire and that I look to have soon too. Like, I just want to be, like, so financially independent and just, like, a world, a citizen of the world. Just, like, spreading my message in Dubai. Love you, Dr. Appa. <laughs> wearing your merch. Yeah, wearing my merch, which, you know, you've I gave you business trip merch, and I've never seen you wear it on your business trip. So, drag me, but also drag you. I
0: have a lot of business trips coming up, and I'm going to be fully outfitted Good. in my all my merch. Good. I expect that of you. Um, i would do nothing less the, I it took me a while to pronounce Abitta, but Adita. i talked I, I talked it over with a few different people <laughs> i still feel awkward every time i say it but for you guys who don't know what we're talking about check out mrs dow jones yes i have a great uh
1: youtube video comparing Abitta to drake so you will be able to understand it. but i mean when you started your cosmetics company like who taught you how to like you know, like how to how to price it, how to market it, how like how many you should order so that you can like meet the demand but not go overboard. Like these are all things that are so difficult. Very challenging lessons, right? yeah. And you I've learned the hard way a lot of times. Like where I over order or I underorder, you know, like it's you for me I learn the best through experience. So I'm lucky that I'm like two years in because I feel like every day I'm like becoming a better version of Mrs. Dow Jones.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Do you feel like that about you? Yeah. I think that you know, on some level, each day is a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get up and show up. And if you can do one thing a little bit better than you did the day Mm -hmm. before, then you're really doing a great job. And I think that there's a lot to be said for growth, but there's a lot to be said for consistency, too. And in some ways, growth is the opposite of consistency. Because because, you have to be
1: disruptive.
0: Yeah, you have to be disruptive in order to grow, which is so important, but you have to, you know, hit the ball the exact same way every single time in order to be consistent. So, you know, how do you mitigate this too? And I think about that um, with regard to what I do professionally too.
1: But you went to medical school, you did not go to business school. Like, how did you learn how to manage your team and, like, build a cosmetic business?
0: I mean, I say this as someone who's married to an MBA, and you know,
1: no, I know business school is a joke. I am
0: business. No, I wasn't gonna say that. Oh my god, why are you trying to get me in trouble I with my know husband? You gonna say I was that. not. I was gonna say respect for business school. I was gonna say all sorts of very respectful things, but I was also going to use that as like my disclaimer and segue into saying that I think a lot of the most valuable lessons you learn are. Um, practical common sense iterations and the best advice I ever got about a business was um, from uh, my friend who works in K-Beauty who told me get it out there listen to feedback, iterate and then get your 2.0 out and that's the secret to success so basically it's just like you start and adapt and change and start again And that's the continuous iteration is the way that you do well. Have you felt like Mrs. Dow Jones has changed over time? It has changed so much.
1: And I'm actually in like, well, when will this be out?
0: Uh, In a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So by the time this comes out, I'll have relaunched. So right now I'm at like 73.5 thousand followers. And when I hit 75K, I'm relaunching my whole brand so it's going to be like a Beyonce lemonade sort of thing where like you wake up and like everything has changed like the logo the Instagram things my website's different there's new merch there's new videos there's new events like I want it to be big um and
0: that's so cool did you come up with that strategy on your own
1: I mean I've seen like obviously we borrow from what we've seen that's successful and so that and to me that's like exciting and like creates buzz and also like the new direction I'm so excited about I'll show it to you after and so and it feels so right and so I didn't want to just like put it out there like flippantly like oh like by the way like check out my new site like I really want people to see it because it's an important part of like where the brand is going not like you know because it's an actual brand and there's um there's a lot to be said for launching things correctly and so i think that like the 1.0 versus 2.0 versus 3.0 like we're just going to keep getting better at things like i'm learning so much about how to launch products because i launched a lot of products and now i'm like changing my strategy with that as well like i'm going to do all limited edition release stuff um just like to make sure that you know i'm not over ordering because we know i have a problem with that and that also like to create demand um and then, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm really excited about that. But that is, like, my 2.0 version, and then probably, you know, I won't necessarily, I don't know when I'll redo all the branding, but I'm hoping I won't have to redo it for a bit. But it's been a big undertaking. Like, you know, rebranding is a huge thing.
0: Huge. What's your advice to people who want to create a, an Instagram-based or web-based brand, like a digital brand?
1: Um, I would say... Be consistent and be be good like do something different like you're not you're not going to succeed by doing like I always say like don't look side to side look ahead think about what's ahead of you don't look at like what people beside you are doing like Obviously there's a lot of other finance meme accounts, but I don't even really look at their pages to be
0: honest. You know what? It's so funny that you say that because I don't really look at the other plastic surgeon Mm -hmm. accounts either. Right? When I was first getting started I I would would look
1: and I would like try if I could get information, like inspiration or whatever, but like
0: Now uh, I feel hmm. like I'm so busy doing my thing that I have to just keep up with what I'm doing.
1: And you have your followers, your audience who likes what you do. So it doesn't matter. Like there's, I really believe there's an abundance of opportunity. There's so many people out there who want different things, different content, whatever. And so like great that they have their audience and like I have mine, but it doesn't, does not in competition with each other, you know? So I would say, yeah, if you want to start a web-based business, um be really clear on what makes your web-based business important like what's the hole that you're filling you know like we don't there's a lot of things that we don't need more of but I'm sure that there's something that you do differently than anyone else that is going to just totally disrupt things and take over the internet so like figure that out first (laughs) be easy and then um figure out a way to package it that feels professional because people respond really well to things that are well done. Um, It's like going to a restaurant and if you show up and there's like, you know, the waiter's dressed amazing and the music's right and the tablecloth is, you know, white and perfect and, you know, every, before you even taste the food, you're having a good experience. And like, that's what you want your content to be like too. Like get everything perfect, flawless, like chef's kiss and then put the actual creativity into it, you know?
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think that also, like, when I'm looking at before and after photos and things like that, mm-hmm. like, you know, put a little pride in it. Make yeah. It, try to make it good. Try to make it consistent.
1: How yeah. do you um, disrupt, like, the plastic... Because I don't look at anyone's account besides you and... Can I say Oh. Besides you. Besides
0: yours. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that that's how you know it's your real friend when they like whisper. self-edit and yeah. like whisper stuff <laughs> under their breath. But, you know. You know. We have some secrets. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, so, I don't know. I think what I try to do is just try to do excellent work. And You I, do. Um, I think that when I was starting my private practice six years ago. My, my husband, husband and I. Sorry that it was six
1: years ago, and know, this is where you're at. A
0: lot has happened. My husband and I were having dinner with a couple of friends, and um, they were business people, and i love my kind of people. You know. MBA guy, people. Okay, MBA and they, um, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it offline. Um, and uh, one of them said, "Like, so, what's going to be your thing? Like, oh. how are you? What's what's your thing? How are you going to market yourself? What's going to make your practice different?" And I did not have a good answer, and was frankly slightly Take intimidated to be talking about business plans when I had no business knowledge or a business to speak of mm-hmm. with a bunch of business guys. Um, But what I said at that time ended up being so, like, prescient and true, um, which is that I said I want to do really excellent detail-oriented work and that's what I want to be known for, period. Like, it wasn't like a gimmick or a thing or like a demographic or, you know, I want to target all the millennials or I want to use only pink stuff in my videos (sighs) or I want to do this and that. I just... Thought to myself, that's what I wanted was quality, and I think that there are, you know, hopefully people who like my stuff feel that uh, that's what they're seeing. But I think that in plastic surgery, there has been such an emphasis on the most that we can do. Like, yeah. what is the smoothest we can make that, and the tightest we can pull it, and the puffiest we can plump it, um, and in a way, that desire for the most has unseated our desire to try to achieve the best. And so love I sometimes say that subtle is the new dramatic because I I think that in 2019 as an industry what I do is changing so much that people don't want to walk into a restaurant and see a whole cadre of identical looking women who lead with their, you know, sharp cheekbones and huge lips. And people don't want to see a bunch of, you know, kardashian clans although you know they're beautiful and brilliant and um and i don't mean that in a negative way i just think that it's an era of individual No, it's not
1: about the kardashians it's about everyone who goes plastic surges and tries to look like the kardashians
0: yeah so i think that that's kind of what i think about with my field and i like what you're doing because it's sort of your own version of that exactly i wanted to ask you another question and we've kind of talked about this offline but you tell us a little bit about like what your thoughts are on trolls and kind of negative behavior online.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, we both deal with this a lot. You more than me, sis, which is, like, the worst news of all time.
0: Well, I think that's just because people are not comfortable with their idea of, you know, people wrestle with the notion of plastic surgery.
1: Yeah, I think, and I also think that, like, just, like, by nature, for me, at least, like, being a woman, which is, like, oh like so blonde like ooh, to say like as a woman like everyone always says that but like truly in finance especially finance memes I'm like what the only female account and I'm the only public facing account and so I get bullied a lot like people will like meme my face and stuff and that's so rude it's so rude but I mean I look amazing cause you're my doctor so like we're all, <laughs> we're all good on it but like it's um it's Yeah, it's really upsetting at first, but then you sort of just, like, get a thick skin to it. And also, like, you can sort of just take it as flattery. It's like that kid at the playground who's, like, teasing you because he has a crush on you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, all press is good press. And, like, if you're literally going to put this out there, then, like, that's just more people who I'm going to be visible to. But there have been some really mean things said, and I think you just have to, like, feel your feelings. Like, you know, if you're hurt, then, like, be hurt. But also know that, like you're in your own lane and what, of course one person is going to not like you if so many people do like you or like however many people like you have to look at the the forest not the tree
0: yeah i like <laughs> i like um I like your... I think you memed Mark Zuckerberg, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> What was like, that meme that was so was funny? It was like, you, you can't make a, a billion friends without making a few enemies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is totally it true. Is true. My father, actually, who's an amazing man and... Um, love, you, and a, love you, Dad. Love Shout you, Dad. Shout out. Shout out, Dad. <laughs> if he's listening to this, that would be Dad. amazing. yeah, is he? But, um... Not sure. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, he once told me to worry when people stop talking about you. That's
1: how I feel, too. I'm like, I just want to stay relevant like J-Lo and like a Kardashian. Like, it's like all these people who are just like... I just want to have glowing skin and stay relevant. How do, how do you... Like, can we just... Just pause for a sec. Just talk me through this. How do you think that JLo does it? Just like the most incredible diet, the best sun care, the best, like, surgeons. like
0: Judicious use of little... little Tiny little tweaks. Tiny little things, you know, I think that um, medical grade skincare and judicious use of injectables and tiny little tweakments, that's the future. And people now have the reasonable expectation of looking about the same from age 30 to 60. That is
1: so cool. Like, why is it It's isn't a totally that...
0: different era for aging.
1: I'm obsessed. Also, like, you, you... heard it here first. Okay, yeah. literally, I did it. I'm like, can you put that on like a quote and put it on your Insta? Cause Hashtag that's, like... meme me no (laughs) hashtag inject humor well this
0: has been so fun Haley. where can everybody find you at mrs dow jones mrs
1: mrs no spaces and yeah thank you so much for having me i feel like whenever i see you i try and talk to you for a long time but you're so busy so like it is a pleasure to finally get to sit down and have a chat and you are so smart i admire you so grateful for your friendship and for the fact that you have six kids and you still respond to my text.
0: <laughs> Sometimes a day <laughs> Yeah, But
1: I'm always surprised. I'm like, wow,
0: okay. All right. Thank you.
1: Nice.